Hi, welcome to Ruin My Life, a podcast about forcing your friends to like the things you like. I'm Jason Edwards. I'm Kelsey Goldman. Well, today, this episode is sort of a spiritual successor to a previous episode. Yes. Our episode on the Great British Bake Off. Yes. Because today we are again talking about a TV show from the mother country. Britain. Wait, is that the mother country? Is is that the mother country or is... Yeah, you know what I mean. Yes. Britain. Britain. America's big angry craggly mother sounds good the mother country <laughs> the mother no country. i did it again damn it <laughs> i don't know why i want to keep saying that it's because it's because england's a very like matriarchal society yeah or it has been in my lifetime anyway for a lot of a lot of people's lifetimes yeah you know there's queen elizabeth queen mary of scots queen victoria queen victoria that's a good one too <laughs> queen um who's the queen now elizabeth oh yeah queen elizabeth <laughs> and who's that queen from that show the crown Elizabeth the second. Yeah, yeah. Boy, <laughs> she just she she's really got a lot of uh got a lot of FaceTime. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. It's a show from from Britain about food. <laughs> about food. Starring Superkins. <laughs> well, I, I did not get half a sentence into the description of the show before I got sidetracked. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, so this is sort of a this this show uh, happened before. Yeah. She was on the Great British Bake Off, it's but true. it is still a great in many ways a better showcase for the talents of Superkins. Agreed. Kelsey, what is this show? Tell Wait, me no, what... now I'm just thinking about how good the show would be if it wasn't Sue and Giles, if it was just Sue and Mel. Oh, Giles is fine. Giles is fine, but Sue and Mel doing all of this. No, I'd still want Giles doing it. Okay. Kelsey, what are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about the supersizers. The supersizers go or the supersizers eat. There were multiple names, but the supersizers, which is a television program. With two M's and an E. Two M's and an E, because it's British. Mm-hmm. Um, from 2008 and 2009. Um, it started as a special with uh, Sue Perkins, comedian, writer, presenter, and Giles Korn, who is a TV presenter and food critic. Uh, they did a, a special about Edwardian food. They did a, a, one called it Edwardian Supersize Me. It was in 2007, so it was still sort of culturally re- relevant to the Morgan Spurlock documentary. Which was only... Three years old at that Three point, so you know, point. still very much in the dialogue. <laughs> yeah, there was a whole series of, of uh, programming about the Edwardian era, and this was a part of it. And they sort of explored the excess of Edwardian food and drink and culture. And then after that, the program was expanded into a, a series of two, and it ran for two series of six episodes each because it's British. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, what happens is in each episode, Sue and Giles are transported through uh <laughs> tv magic to a certain era and are given personas in that time period and asked to live that way for a week and they eat everything that those people would have eaten as well as like do a lot of the things that they would have done they try their best to recreate the lifestyle mm-hmm. of the period i mean they're very casual about it yeah they are not it's not like a full total immersion like it's not like because the American version of the show would be like a naked and afraid type, like yeah. like here you are, you have to survive in you know <laughs> Regency London for a week, and you're well, poor and you got to hunt for. Because I mean, they do that sort of stuff. But it's like you know, yeah. you're not ever worried about them. And there are there are shows in in Britain that are like the Victorian pharmacy, and it's oh, like gosh. or like the the you know Elizabethan bakery or something. <laughs> it's like a bunch of bakers have to like <laughs> run an Elizabethan bakery. I don't know. There's definitely one that's like a pharmacy. Or like a or the Victorian house or something. I would believe I would believe you if you told me they were, they were real. I just I felt like you were making those up for a second <laughs> I there. Like they're real. Maybe I made them up. <laughs> there is like an actual successor to this show 
called uh, Back in Time for Dinner, which is uh, sort of presented by Giles. It's clever. I get back in time. It's, and they take good. like an ordinary family over the summer and they like have them live a week in a bunch of different decades and like how a family of their stature would have lived in, in that. And they did that one and they did Back in Time for the Weekend too, which was like a sort of like social cultural huh. history, which I really enjoyed, but it, it's not as like funny. It's just sort of educational. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, the, the two families that they chose are like sort of interesting, but they're not, you know, Sue. <laughs> no. And Giles isn't like as involved. But yeah, so basically Sue and Giles are transported back in time each week um, to live on the food that those people would have lived on. And we should note that they are like they visit at least Giles does. Sue is always part of this, but yeah. Giles will always visit a doctor before mm-hmm. and after, after yeah. and then like sort of like track his how it affects his health mm-hmm. over the week. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's given too much away to say that it's really surprising how like in every episode you showed me and like I think a lot of other episodes too, yeah. he's always like a little bit better off. He's not always. Okay. It's just weird. Like he was like, oh, you know, because one of the episodes we, we were going to cover is the 1970s episode, yeah. which was a lot of like fatty food and yeah, alcohol, processed, stuff processed and, food. And, and like yeah. I was sure that he was going to like, you know, be half dead by the time the episode ended. Yeah. And the doctor was like, actually, you lost two pounds. Yeah. And, you, and your colon's in great shape. You didn't end up watching the restoration episode, right? No, I did not. Because in that episode, neither of them are better Okay. Because <laughs> there's literally not drinkable water in restoration. Oh, oh no. Uh, England. So they're literally just drinking beer all the time. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's really funny and also terrible. <laughs> so for context, let's say what I did watch. Yeah. Okay, I watched so, three episodes from series one. Yeah. I assigned three episodes. I watched yes. the pilot episode or not the pilot, but the premiere episode. The premiere episode. Yes. Which was wartime. Wartime. Mm-hmm. World War II in London. Which uh, is very like specific to the British experience because of how they were rationed and, and how long they were on rations. Yes. Um, during World War II. Which is a very interesting, um, I mean, the, the whole show is interesting. I think sort of something you mentioned a minute ago that I'm sure we'll go into more later is the yeah. balance between education and, and humor. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lightly educational show, but yeah. you sort of just by what they're doing and the way they do it, you do end up learning good, a, a lot. <laughs> yeah. like you, get, you get a good picture of like what it was like in terms of like what day-to-day life was like in wartime London yeah. and why maybe, as some people say, that may have affected the British palate for all time going forward. Yeah. Because they had to subsist for multiple years on flavorless garbage, pale Goop. gray food. Goop. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, so we did wartime and then the 70s. The 70s. And then I, I the gave you... The 1970s. The 1970s, yes. And then I gave you a pick of, of two other ones and you ended up watching The Regency. To tie back into our previous episode on Pride and Prejudice. So there you go. I, I'm all about <laughs> those callbacks. Yeah. Where we're creating a continuity here. Right. This is this is not just you know forty one individual moments. This is one grand experience. Right. Of course. One grand experiment in friendship. I love it. It's great. So yeah, so we did those three episodes mostly because I think I think the wartime episode does a really good job and sort of like it's a good first episode and it sets up what the thing is and it you know it's really interesting time food wise in in britain um, <laughs> interesting and in how not interesting it yes, is exactly um and how creative people had to be yeah. with their food and it just it sets up what the series is is really well and then the 70s one i picked just because it's so ridiculous it is oh, oh man the 70s 
is such a such a horrifying decade to me. Right. Mostly because my experience with it comes mostly th- through movies and TV shows. Yeah. And movies, especially like the movies that were shot in the seventies, have this weird sort of like like grimy naturalistic quality to them that sometimes like I feel like you can smell them. Mm-hmm. Like and it smells bad. Mm-hmm. Everything's like so tacky <laughs> and brown, and like people are so sweaty and hairy. Yeah. The fashion is hideous, <laughs> and the food is just ugh. Um, it's horrifying and then the other two i wanted you to watch one where they like go further like they not from the 20th century so i wanted you to pick one that was like you know a little more extreme for them mostly what i wanted you enjoyed the show you you told me so and you said so here you liked it spoilers you liked it yes i'll get this out of the way now this show is delightful it's delightful it's a lot of fun i think it's a great show um but go watch it. Go watch if it. If you take nothing else from this it's on episode, Hulu. it's on Hulu. Yeah. And because it's on the BBC, for some reason, it's all on YouTube in like 10-minute yeah. chunks. Yeah. <laughs> which is a very like 2008 way of watching things on YouTube. Yeah. But anyway, you can get to it. Yeah. Regardless of where you are. Yeah. And you should. Um, So kind of what I want to explore is like, why does it work? Yeah. Why does it work? Which I think is, is kind of like what are the main opus of our, our episodes has become like when we both like something it's like what why why does it work as a thing um and if we don't both like something yeah it's either me trying desperately to bridge the gap between us and understand <laughs> where you're coming from or you just shitting all over a thing that i love like mike posner okay <laughs> I was like, i'm like i'm gonna need an example there but yeah that's true <laughs> you're also you're also very rude about taco bell no regrets that's no yeah so it's not let's not go back there <laughs> This is this is a happy moment for us. We're on the same page for the for once. For yeah. once. For once, we're on the same. Oh, uh, finally, we agree on something. It's been so tiring. I'm sure for our listeners to hear us bicker back and forth for these low these forty episodes, <laughs> never in agreement on anything. Never. Never the same. Um. So, why do you think it works? <laughs> why do I think it works? I think a lot of it is you know the pairing of of Giles and Sue. Yeah sue's you know it's very much giles's show like he does the there's a very light narration but he mm-hmm. does it and sort of is presented as uh, sue is joining him on his on this escapade but sue brings so much to it she's so charming and like the, their chemistry is so weird so weird <laughs> but, it's, but so, so charming like because they because they pretend often to be like a married couple yes like in the, in the little sort of roles they sort of half seriously adopt yeah. and they are and they like <laughs> this bizarre like affectionate but also like and also like a physically like very touchy yeah um but like completely sexless couple <laughs> and something about and often they, and then they'll be like brother and sister another time yeah. it's basically the exact same chemistry <laughs> and like they seem it's that very british sort of dry like they never seem to like each other all that much but you know they they do yeah there's sort of those you know barbed british humor con uh comments thrown out there mm-hmm. and like i said the entire way the show is is set up like i don't think it would work without these two people but the sort of tactic of you know exploring things in depth like Mm -hmm. the best way but probably one of the best ways to figure out like what life is like for someone in a different place or time is to like what was their day-to-day life like and like food is a is a major part of that Mm -hmm. and so like getting the sort of full immersion that they do is you do like like i said like it does paint a picture of like what day-to-day life was and allows you to you know project yourself into these eras some of them some of them the regency one is a bit less like because like odds are if you were alive in the regency era you would not have been one of the foppish dandies yes <laughs> eating twenty thousand calorie pies for breakfast <laughs> as you slowly developed gout um yeah 
Or not so slowly. Or not so slowly. <laughs> Sudden onset gout. Uh, um, yeah, I think I think it does. I think Giles and Sue's chemistry and their um their overall willingness to just do anything um really like lends itself well to the show. Like in that first episode, they're talking about how a lot of things were rationed and they used women used like food stuffs to create like makeup for themselves. <laughs> and Sue just goes like hog wild. <laughs> she, do- she does. Um, they like were, you know, nylons were, you know, pantyhose were rationed. So she likes like painting her legs with gravy <laughs> and um, painting her face with beet juice. Yeah. And is that is that the one where she also has to like wash her hair out? With lemon and alcohol or something? I think that's the Regency one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, the thing, though. She puts herself through so much pain. Yeah. For like, and, you, and you really think, like, man, it would have sucked to have to wash your hair <laughs> in, the, in the 1780s. Right. Um, <laughs> like, it looks miserable. There's one, in the Restoration one, she was trying, like, a bunch of, like, she does a lot of, like, you know, you know, the female, the woman's life stuff she's trying a cure for corns on her feet (laughs) and it's just like let a snail crawl over your feet Um. and like she's just she's like she's like my feet are very ticklish and like the whole thing is just like so hilarious but also so you like viscerally feel for her she goes through a lot with snails date snails in in the regency episode right and then (laughs) and then there's also also in regency episode there's the one moment where they eat a Big block of cheese covered in maggots. Yeah, that's probably the hardest thing for me. And I've, yeah. I've I've eaten some prepared insects in my life. Same. Not a ton, but I've eaten it. I'm not against that. But no, fry them a little peanut oil, crunchy. <laughs> but like live maggots going over cheese is no. like, and that was like a delicacy. I know. Even like and like that's like I'm like I love I love gross stupid garbage to eat. Yeah, like we both I'll, do. I'll go for anything. I'll try anything. But even that for me was pushing it a bit too far. But they do it. They do, <laughs> they it. do it. They do it. So their their commitment is a big is again, they sort of is They commit to the bit. They're they're very well, I mean, but they're very aware it's a bit. Yeah. You never like I said, you never like think that they actually like are trying to inhabit like the mindset of a mm-hmm. person in the nineteen seventies. Like it's but, not over serious, right. but they are committed to yeah, it. Yeah, but they are yeah, like it is it, it is um in a way it's sort of physically taxing in a very small scale way like as as morgan spurlock did yeah you should watch the restoration episode because that one is like the one where i think they're just both like (laughs) they just like can't do it (laughs) (laughs) i plan to yeah i've already watched one extra episode the 1980s nice which (laughs) is the one where the one thing i i really have retained from it is that they're drinking cocktails yeah and 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 it's like a curdled milk cocktail oh yeah yeah i remember that and like and like Giles can't swallow his. Yeah. So Sue grips him by the <laughs> by the cheeks, makes him spit it out into a glass, and then drinks it. Oh, it's so bad. That that was what originally led me to believe that in fact the Supersizers Go is just an incredibly elaborate series of sex games. <laughs> but yeah, I think I found this show. I don't remember how I found this show, but it was probably on YouTube. Um, it's still there too. Yeah. As I said. <laughs> um. But, like, this show just hits so many, like, it, like, checks so many boxes for me. Because I, like, I also really like just, like, educational documentaries. Like. I mean, the first box you got to address is that big old honking box at the the top of the list, which is. The British Is box? it British? <laughs> is it British? Yes. You got to get, like, a giant, like, arm-sized <laughs> marker and just give that thing a big check mark. And then, like, I, I really do enjoy um, 
documentaries and, and like sort of educational stuff in a way. Um, and it's also that it's funny is, is a huge, huge appeal for me. But I also um, have like a weird interest in like food and cultural history. Like I wrote my uh, undergraduate thesis on like nationalism and 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 food and in uh, art in British art. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> um, and like how like certain foods just came to be like super British, like and and to symbolize Britishness. It takes a lot of my boxes. So when I found it, I was like, why isn't there more of this? I love this so much. <laughs> They did do a royal wedding special where they went. They did like royal weddings throughout the ages. I haven't been able to find it, but when did it air? I don't. I, I assume around the royal wedding <laughs> in two thousand eleven. Oh yeah. Um. Well, they're always having more of those things. Yeah. Maybe There's one like this year, right? Next year. Yeah, well, that's that. The other princess getting married. Yeah, uh, Meghan Markle, right? Yes. I know her name. I don't from know. Suits. I don't know <laughs> Markle from Suits. Boy, if if a if a if a, if someone from Suits can marry into the British royal family, there's hope for all of us. Indeed. To marry into the British royal family. Of course. I wonder if anyone from the British royal family has ever married a podcaster. <laughs> I wonder if anyone from the British royal family has a podcast. Hmm. Do you do you know? A lot about the royal family? I know more than I would like to. Do you know enough to sort of guess at which one of them would have a podcast? Probably. I um, bet I bet Eugenie and Beatrice would have a podcast. What would it be about? Also, who are these people? Wait, don't tell me. Just tell me what their <laughs> podcast is about. Um, I don't know. It's probably like a fashion podcast. I don't know. They're they're like socialites. Okay. They're... So it, it, it would probably be fun in small doses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I could see them having a podcast. They're, they're Fergie's kids. So I have some questions. Let's, let's hear them. Out of all the things of the three episodes that they mm -hmm. ate, what would you most like to eat? Oh man, you're really going to put me on blast here. Huh? <laughs> I got to say the, the seven, the 1970s episode was a real sort of dark night of the soul for me. <laughs> it's so gross on every level. Mm -hmm. But so much of the food they made, I was like, I want to try that. all about like this. <laughs> they seem to make like be obsessed with like freeze dried prawns in the seventies. <laughs> like everything is like you know, tiny shrimp and cream and cream. Hit it up. I love fish and cream. <laughs> it's all like just like very like salty, fishy, like just big, bright stuff. And at the end. They make this one thing that feels like, like I thought, like I felt like that was like, they make this thing. You thought you were being trolled, basically. Yes. <laughs> they make a fish sandwich cake, <laughs> which is a savory cake, <laughs> which is layers of sardines, prawns, canned salmon, lump fish eggs, combined in the stacked sandwich, so just bread. Yeah. And iced with mayonnaise. Oh. And it was like. It was like, that's what I would be fed if I was murdered by the killer from Seven as an ironic punishment. Or like if I was kidnapped by Jigsaw. Jason, you like to eat fish. Well, let's see you eat a whole bunch of fish. Fuck you, buddy. Covered in mayonnaise. Uh, boy, the writing of those movies really went downhill. Um, what, 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 how do you feel? What, what is the thing you would like to eat? There's this um, tart in one of the episodes that I think I didn't make you watch that's like a flavored with like tansy flour which is supposed to be like really really amazing but also if you eat too much it poisons you oh no <laughs> <laughs> but 
but Sue was like, it's so good. And now I have tansy poisoning. But um, I think I would like to try it. Man, life There's on the edge. There's also like... um. I, I would love to eat a dish where if I eat too much, it would poison me. <laughs> I'd, I'd feel like I was like, I don't know, living, like risk, just risking it. There's also in, I forget, in I think the medieval one, they have like this maybe it's the restoration one i don't remember but they they have this um sort of like pudding that's a like a um it's like a fairly traditional like dessert and but it was made with bone marrow instead of like butter and they were both like it's so good (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah i think that's some stuff i would like to try I have a second answer. Sure. And this is from the Regency episode. By far my favorite. Yes. Because it made me, uh, and, and, and I say this like as like a person who is pretty far to the left politically <laughs> and has no like, you know, no sort of like warm, fuzzy feelings towards the rich as a concept or as an individual people. But I, watching this episode, all I, could, I just like, I've lost myself in a fantasy of being like a Regency dandy, <laughs> just like strolling around my, my manor. Your starched cravat. Shooting poor people as I tried to take poached food off my land. And um, part of that is because Giles has his breakfast in bed during that episode mm-hmm. that the Prince Regent ate. Yeah. And it's like, it is, it's like, it's like a giant meat pie <laughs> with like a bunch of steaks in it. Yeah. And stacked on top of the steaks is three fully cooked pigeons and like a whole boiled egg. <laughs> Along with champagne and port and Moselle. So much wine. And and laudanum. So and like, laudanum. This dude like and this dude like which is that's how he started his day. And Imagine he was the, that. The ruler of England. You lay in bed like three <laughs> hours eating a giant meat pie full of whole birds. <laughs> like what like what kind of life is that? I don't know. As you like just like just like abuse your body and like just, And you're kind of like, I want that life. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Something about that. Like that's the ultimate like in I know I would like I would not be Super great if I didn't couldn't have Twitter anymore. I gotta have my tweets. Uh, I would miss YouTube, movies. That that'd be a big one. But that aside from all that, that seems like the ultimate life of luxury. Mm-hmm. Just like if you're gonna big take, old meat pie in bed. If you're gonna take her easy, just take it all the way easy. Yeah. So I would want to eat that disgusting meat pie and laudanum <laughs> breakfast <laughs> for breakfast. <laughs> That's like doing heroin at breakfast. Basically. And you're the you're the ruler of England. <laughs> been a long day y'all <laughs> <laughs> do you think are you more of a giles or more of a sue Ooh, how do you mean how do we define the giles and I, the sue I, roles i'm asking okay oh, <laughs> so you want me to sort of set up set up the question myself well i mean how do you think they're divided like just like personality wise it's hard to say because a lot of the say. humor comes from the fact that I mean, neither of them are actually like Giles is not when he quote unquote goes off to work during yeah. the, the show. He's Doesn't not really go going off to work. work. <laughs> uh, and then Sue has to sort of stay home and do the, you know, the wifely stuff, mm-hmm. which sort of both sides of that seem to sort of work causing the bristle because yeah. neither of them seem like they're really suited to that. Yeah. Sue does not. I don't know a lot about Sue Perkins, but she does not strike me as like a person who was devoted to homemaking or like traditional, like, you know, traditionally feminine roles. Yeah. I don't think Sue Perkins sits at home, you know, reading diet magazines while her husband goes to work. I think a lot of things about that probably aren't true. I think she definitely doesn't have a husband. Yeah, that, well, that's number one on the list. And and, and Giles is like clearly like the sort of like you know, he's this restaurant critic basically. Yeah. Who is 
for some reason famous. I mean, I get that he's like a presenter too, and he's clearly yeah. like a very charming, funny person. But the idea that he's like gonna, you know, pretend to be this sort of nine to five yeah. businessman type, or like the, you know, like a prince of, of England, <laughs> is very funny. Yeah. So part of the humor comes from the fact that they are constantly inhabiting roles that are not that like are themselves. Not like them. yeah. So it's hard to define them. You know, they have a they have a, they have a particular kind of banter yeah. in relationship to each other that they have within the episodes. Let me rephrase <laughs> <laughs> or re reposition. Reframe. Reframe, yes, if it, as it were. Um, <laughs> as it were. If we were to do this, when would you want to go back to? Mm, okay. And what role would you want to inhabit? So we're now transitioning into the space that would normally be a... A pitch. A pitch <laughs> for, uh, you know, to recast or remake a, a beloved yeah. franchise. Which I have I have ideas about that, too. But yeah, I do, too. It's the two of us. It's the two of us, yeah. Come on, we're doing this. Come on, everyone. Let's get this going. That's, Netflix. <laughs> Netflix. That's sort of groundswell of, of support yeah. to all, all reach to the internet. Can we get a change.org position going? Maybe. Jason and Kelsey for Super Sizers Go. Yep. And now, so now we got to figure out what's our first episode. What's our first episode? Where are we going? And are we doing American? Like, are we doing the American version? That's good. There's less, um, well, they don't go back like in like the 1600s or anything, right? So like we- They go medieval. Okay. So we couldn't do and that. And they actually, in the second season, go ancient Roman. Okay. <laughs> that's a bit of a stretch for British history anyway. Yeah. that They, they, they expand because they do French Revolution in the okay. second episode. The second like, season too. We, we could get at least six episodes out of American history though. Yeah, if we just stick to with American. Definitely. Um, okay. So I, I wanted prohibition. Mm. I think that could be fun. In the twenties. Twenties. Twenties, yeah. Or just like early, early Roanoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's the problem, is like there's nothing like equivalent to the Regency. The first era. Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh boy, I don't know about that. Mm. Seems like it was a bad scene for at least half those people. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, there's nothing really like I wouldn't be able to live up my, my fantasies of being a dandy. I'm sorry. There's never been a time when, like, I mean, there's obviously class divides, and there are people who live this sort of life to this mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. But there's no time period in American history where it's really super associated with those people. Yeah. Unless we were, like, living as, like, people in the late 90s who were, like, part of the dot-com bus <laughs> or, like, that that industry before before it burst. I would like to do the 70s, too. I think that would be interesting. I, th- I think Prohibition is probably the best one yeah. so far. Because it's like sort of uniquely American or like wartime also would be. Yeah. Yeah. Because the rationing was different. But but um, I think prohibition is like one of those things that's it's super uniquely American and like would have interesting, would, would play out interestingly. Because I, I would like to know like we should do, I mean, we got to do revolutionary times. We definitely do. Yeah. That probably, that's probably needs to be our first episode to establish like this is America. This so is we're, American. we're doing an American thing when we fought Britain. Yeah. And at the end, there's a scene where we, we shoot and kill Giles and Sue, <laughs> oh, symbolically taking the show for our own. <laughs> They'd probably be down. Yeah. I just want to know what it was like, you know, like hanging out in taverns. Yeah. Again, no clean water, so you got to drink all day. Yeah. It sounds miserable, but, you know, I'd, I'd like to know what it was like. Yeah. Because I'd, I'd like to know, like, then I, we would learn a lot about, like, yeah. you know, the founding fathers. We, you know, so many people worshipped them, and we built this entire country it around their like, ideas. And they were, like... They are just drunk all the time. drunk all the time, where they were, like, miserably hungover. Yeah. Like, imagine, like, how much... Like, how many people were, like, had terrible headaches and, like, or had to, like, almost shit themselves when they signed the Declaration of Independence. Oh, my God. Those people were, like... Oh, they were, like... Ugh. I want to I shed some light on that. Like, I'm sure IBS was a problem in the revolutionary period. IBS has always been a problem. Exactly. And no, not enough people speak on it. It's true. We're bringing it to light. Bringing it to light. 
Yeah, I like that. You got to eventually do the Dust Bowl era. Yeah. The Great Depression. Yeah. I'd no, like to do like Gilded Age New York too. Oh yeah, there we go. Like where we could be hey, rich. We could be go. super rich people. Hey, hey, pass me that ten of of, of late uh, late uh, of, of, of whiskey. Late nineteenth, early twentieth century <laughs> Northeast slash New York. Yeah. Could Chris, be robber barons. Could be robber barons. <laughs> <laughs> what would our name be? Are we just are we just the supersizers? Are we just the supersizers? Because supersize feels more American. How about the supersize us? Oh. So you change the name a little bit. The, you get yeah. U.S. in there. I like it. I like okay, it. Okay, this is going somewhere. There you go. Hit us up, BBC America. Food Network, if you want. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, I'm picking. Or Netflix. <laughs> you Vice? can always hit us up, Netflix. Netflix, please. Netflix. Open invitation. Open, yeah, please. We are the, the the hotline is open. The hotline is we have open. our one red landline phone sitting on our desk at all times. <laughs> Netflix. With Netflix written on it. It's a direct line to us, Netflix. You know the number. If they if they couldn't get us. If they couldn't get us. Who would who would you want to be in the supersize us? Stephanie and I were talking about this. Friend of the podcast? Friend of the podcast, Stephanie Walker. Um and she said like Alton Brown in the Giles role. And I think he's like weird enough that he'd be down to do it. But I don't know if he has the same that, you know? Yeah, he's not the same kind of charm. Right. I like Alton Brown fine, but mm-hmm. he's 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 a little too weird. Yeah, like I think he's maybe a little too weird. But I kind of think you would have to be to want to do this. Yeah. I feel like the Brits are just down for more. And also the accents make them seem fancier. Yeah. So like the weirdness or like things that might seem crass to us. Yeah. But if they were Americans doing it, just seemed like, oh, it's British. It's so like, you know, ooh. ooh. Maybe, um, so maybe you're right. Maybe if you took away the British accent, Giles would just be like. Um, a little weird. Uh, uh, Alton, Alton Brown. Yeah. We said Alton Brown and Kate McKinnon. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I feel like they'd have the same weird chemistry. <laughs> okay, so so the goal is we need to like we we need a lesbian. We need a lesbian. In the super control. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. I mean, there's this. What about you? What do you think? You have any any ideas? Any ideas? What if um, for some reason, like when I think about Sue Perkins, like my immediate like An analog is my the analog I think of is Jane Lynch. Okay, but I don't know why, because because they're just like similarly proportioned, skinny. Oh, really tall, no, no, no. Here it is. Tignataro. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Tignataro in the Sue Perkins role. I can see that. Same general complexion. Yeah. Different energy, but still, you know, sort of like, you know, low key. Different and energy. Cameron Esposito? I think, I think if you did Alton Brown and Tignataro, and Tignataro that would sort of like. I be, think that could work. They, they could, their energy would be different from uh, uh, Giles and Sue's. Yeah. But it'd be it would match up in a similar way. Yeah, because they're both kind of weird and dry, but like, like yeah. Alden's a little bit more like outgoing and how weird he is. Would they be down to? Because the the, the would big they, thing would that, they be down to clown? <laughs> the big thing that makes it work is how like willing how DTC they yes. are. <laughs> Sue and Giles are to do whatever. The thing is, I think it would be a bit of a role reversal because like Sue Perkins is a little bit more of like the. She's not super outrageous and over the top in this, but she's a little bit more energetic than Giles is. Yeah. And I think uh, uh, Tig yeah. would be sort of the, the Giles role. 
But I, I, I can definitely see Tictor licking a gravy off Vault and Brown's <laughs> leg. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is, like, I feel like Sue, because of the permeation of the Great British Bake Off, probably has enough name recognition that we could just bring her on board. That's true. <laughs> if we're just doing more British people, we just bring on Richard Iwade and Noel Fielding and call it a day. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Richard Iwade and Noel Fielding for everything. Not, not super American anymore. Although I get the, fang, the vague sense that Tignatara might be Canadian now that I think about it. But Canadians are honorary Americans anyway, so whatever. North American, you know. Yeah. Are you fact-checking me on this? I'm going to. Okay. Because I feel like she might be too. I, I don't know if that's like... Maybe she just gives off that yeah, Canadian energy. If I'm wrong, I feel like I've somehow been racist against Canadians. <laughs> She's from Mississippi. Oh, that, that's the, of course, that's the name of her show. Yeah. I'm so stupid. Stupid George Maybe Michael. Maybe she just gives off that good Canadian energy, you know? I, I feel I, like Canadians give off good energy. I feel like if there was a female modern-day Kids in the Hall reboot, she'd be on it. Sure. Like, that's, that's okay, that's a bit of a reach, I, I admit. <laughs> I also just really enjoy how drunk they get in pretty much every episode. Yeah. Um, we didn't even talk about the 70s episode, how much alcohol. Are you... Oh, my God. That, out, the, oh, that cocktail man. party. Okay. So I'm just going like, to beat for beat explain what they do explain the show. Just, yes. just to, I just want to get this out there. Because like, it, <laughs> it's, ridiculous. it's ridiculous. You all need to watch this show. This is Because you're going to learn so much and be so appalled. <laughs> you're going to be horrified. So... If I recall correctly, this is based on a like well-known cocktail book. Sorry, the the action cookbook uh, written by Lynn Lynn Dayton. Uh, this is what they base this off of. Apparently, according to Lynn, you should when you're doing like a head count for your party and like figuring out how much liquor you need to buy, they he suggests you 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 plan on each person consuming half a bottle of liquor in two hours. <laughs> That's the first two hours. The first two hours for every. Subsequent two hours, you need to plan on them consuming three-fourths <laughs> of a bottle of liquor per person. Per person. Not only is that wildly expensive, it's a lot of alcohol. But, like, yeah, so one one person drinks a whole bottle and a quarter. And in four hours, if a party goes longer than that, it could be, like, <laughs> two you know, bottles. it could be two full bottles. It's crazy, <laughs> these people. And this, again, this is an episode where he lost weight at the end of it. There's one episode where Sue goes to the doctor at the end and she, you know, does like a year, gives a urine sample. She's like, my pee has not been that dark ever, <laughs> ever. Oh <my> <laughs> <laughs> so we should watch more. I'm going to watch more. We should watch more like right after this. Man, we should. Um, and also get food. <laughs> oh wait is everyone listening to this gonna get food too <laughs> you, you all should you should all get food <laughs> hey guys come on over we're gonna, we're gonna get a pizza um there's also like if you're looking for your sue perkins mary berry fix mary berry is the um in in-home chef on the 50s episode there you go if if your favorite part of british bake-off was for some reason the chemistry between sue perkins and mary berry Hey, have at it. I love Mary Berry. <laughs> I, I kid. We all love Mary. Yeah, and if, you know, you like weird educational shit, um, I really enjoyed Back in Time for Dinner, which is the sort of successor to this, which is just like, let's take this normal family and make them, uh, make them do what we made Sue and Giles <laughs> do. <laughs> and it's, it's fun. It's. Uh, the family they pick, the the mom is the like the main breadwinner. 
I think, in one of the two ones. Mm -hmm. And so it ends up with like, because when they go back in time, they have like the the dad going to work even though he like didn't normally. (laughs) (laughs) And she has to like stay home and clean the house. And it's very frustrating for her. Um, but yeah, one of the things I learned in that was that like in, in like the, the forties, like in fifties, like people didn't have fridges and that like really fucked me up when I first (laughs) figured it out. I'm like, where did they put their shit? Wait, when? Like in the forties and fifties, like not everyone had fridges. Like they just had like a slab of, I mean, I think by the fifties, probably a lot of people did, but like. They just had like a slab of like granite in their pantry, and that was like what they put to keep cold stuff on. Uh, no, or they had like an ice box to freeze right. stuff. But that Wait. like that threw me for a loop, and I'm like, you have to go to the grocery so much. And you got you probably just end up being a lot of like spoiled food. Yeah. Oh man, the 1950s episode of Super Size Us would be a classic. It would be. That'd be a banger. Be a real banger. Yeah. Oh, I don't want Super Size Us to be a thing. Imagine you and me walking around those like 1950s outfits. Oh, it'd be so good. I'm wearing a little like one of those hats. <laughs> Got a big Donna Reed skirt. <laughs> we're, eating it, we're eating at a big old 1950s retro kitchen. Love it. Yeah, it's good. This is good. People, people, doesn't everyone else want to see that? I would love to see that. How, they, do we, how do we make this happen? I just, I, I just need everyone else. Like, I need someone to sign a check on so we can live, our, live our Super Sizers go cosplay fantasy, yes. fantasy please well that's a good halloween costume it's just, and Sue. <laughs> just two normal people who just dress averagely <laughs> if, yeah. you're, if you're like a bunch of couples you could be like the couples from all different eras they went to that'd be fun group con- hey group costume add this to the, the, the podcast the group costume list. We, we gotta have a pitch to netflix and we gotta come up with a sweet new group costume yep every every episode <laughs> Okay, well, Kelsey, thank you for showing me this. Thank you I, for I, I really enjoyed it. it. It was one of the most like, just, just out and out pleasant things we've watched on the show so far. Yeah, I feel like I feel like a lot of the reasons I end up liking British shit like this is that it's just like nice. It's nice. It doesn't feel, you know, hard to watch at all. I think part of that is because they make so little of it. Yeah. Like it's not like you don't feel overwhelmed. Like you can start this show and do it in really half a day yeah it's nice i like it's it nice. it's like a light little you know it's like a light, light little snack in conclusion everyone should watch super size let's go in in thesis uh body evidence and conclusion everyone should watch super size let's go yes indeed special thanks as always to danny about of the weeping willards for use of their song outside in the rain from their self-titled album available now for download on Bandcamp. Uh, and special thanks to Carly Sussman, who designed our logo. You can find her work at carly-rose.com. So give her a shout. Give us a shout. Definitely give us a shout. Find us on Twitter, Facebook. That's it. That's it. But, Just Twitter and Facebook. But if you have a second, you know, review, rate. On, on the iTunes. Smash that subscribe button. Definitely smash that subscribe button. Um, And if anyone has heard back from Carly Ray Jepsen yes. about our musical idea, please, please put her through to us because I think she may have lost my number. And I think we had some really good ideas. I don't want this opportunity to slip by. No, we are ready to write direct the uh, Carly Ray Jepsen vehicle for the stage. Oh, and as long as we're talking about stuff, I do uh, once a week write on my personal blog a post about the 
EDM DJ duo, the Chainsmokers. That's jasonedwards.com spelled out dot com like a normal jasonedwards.com.com. <laughs> your number one source for all your chain smokers think piece needs. Yeah. I also have a blog in which I blog with Jennifer, friend of the podcast, about um, New York and the South and life and movies and food. It's super basic, but we like it. It's <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's not basic. That's at that, Zelda that's, that's not fair. Those are the things we do. Also, if you're into not food and exercising. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Friends of the podcast, Sarah Shepard and friend of the podcast, Andrew Favaloro, have their own podcast yes. called Andrew Ninja, Ninja Warrior. Warrior, which is the spinoff of this podcast. Yes, it, it is our it is our sister show and our our. our our child. Yes. It's our sister child. And it's it's um at this point limited run, so limited, you, yeah. you have to commit to the the end of nothing. <laughs> get so on like, get on board now. And the episodes are shorter. They're shorter, they're fun. Andrew and Sarah are trying to get Andrew on American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. They're training their bodies and minds. Mm-hmm. They just did an episode about uh you know, they finished up their experience with the whole thirty, mm-hmm. which is <laughs> I mean it's quite an intense diet. Yeah. But I would. I recommend checking it out. Yeah, it's really good. It's a thing we would never ever do. We would never do the whole thirty. Someone, if someone came to, came to us and said, you know, I'm going to ruin your life with the whole thirty, I would slam the door in their face. Nope, sorry. <laughs> Get out of here. That's, this is about enjoyable things. Get out of here, Carly. I don't care what we said. Sorry, Miss Jepson. Okay. <laughs> See, I'm creating a fiction where. Uh, yeah, I got Carly Ray Jepson is the one yeah. who proposed the yeah, whole I got, thirty. I got it, I got okay. it. Yeah, it just took me a second. Been a long day. She's not gonna do the whole thirty on tour. Imagine how hard that would be. It'd be so hard. Also, Carly, please go on tour again. Carly, go on please tour. Go on I've tour. never seen you. Get off that boat. Get off that boat. I want to see you on a tour. Thanks for listening, everyone. And as always, happy, happy holidays. holidays. They wish I would go ahead and fuck my life up. Can't let them get to me. And even though I always fuck my life up, only I can mention me. They wish I would go ahead and fuck my life up, can't let them get to me. And even though I always fuck my life up, only I can mention me. Only I can mention me. Only I can mention me. <laughs> you don't sound super enthusiastic. I just I'm so tired. <laughs> I know, Kelsey. I'm 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 tired too. And hungry. Can we get pizza? We'll get pizza. Thanks. I promise. Give me your hand. <sighs> Give me your hand, darling. Oh, I was thinking more like an Aladdin style thing. Do you feel my heartbeat? <laughs> nope, well here we go. <laughs> Do you understand? Oh, we're off to the races. <laughs> Here it is. Do you feel the same? <laughs> okay, I'm done. No, keep going. You got to finish the... Or am I only dreaming? Or is this burning an eternal flame? <laughs> See, that, that, one, that one's so hard, was it? No. Okay. It was. I can't hit any of those. That's okay. <laughs> well, it's a warm-up, you know? You're, you're yeah. usually warming up your, your vocal cords. I feel better now, actually. See? Music is the great healer. Music is the healer.